It is an all new drinks towards me. Albert. <laughs> Mr. Macias. How are you, sir? I am, uh, you know, good, I, I, I guess. Uh, you know, for those that don't know, we were starting the show uh, a little later today, which I'm glad. Uh, because sometimes when you have to go to the bathroom, that kind of takes over <laughs> everything. So that would have happened during the show. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I was actually because I actually asked to start a little bit later in the uh, to begin with because I was actually running errands. We were trying to get some stuff done, like go to the store and stuff. Oh, okay. What 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 were you trying? What errands? Uh, what stores? What 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 were you? Oh, well, Annabelle. She needed to get some makeup, and then I I had to go pick up a bottle of whiskey. Oh, a whiskey for today? But of course, I need something to drink for the show. All right, well, and what are we drinking? This isn't all new drinks to words by. Uh, I'm just doing some uh, Jim and Coke. Jim Beam. Oh my God! So you're the guy. You're the reason why they still sell it. I'm. Not... You know what? They're they're. I mean, everybody has a preference. Like I actually prefer. Jim Beam to Jack Daniels now. I think Jack's a little too smoky for me, but I do. If I had to choose, then I would go with a gentleman Jack. Mm. But you know, I mean, I'm trying to keep my budget within you know reason. Sometimes you know, buying bottles is gonna be like a mixing. Do I really want to go high end? Yeah, I myself went high end. As I, yes, as I am drinking our surprise guest, the uh, Private Select Makers from the Cove. Oh, nice. You got another bottle? I've got another bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I almost need one more bottle to complete the, the set to get an, uh, to have purchased an entire case. So I've bought in five. <laughs> I'm thinking about just buying one more just so I can be like, I bought a case. I bought a case? Yeah. Yeah, I've uh, I've uh, over the the this period I've I got two bottles. So, yeah, I kept myself being further away was was actually helpful. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I still have to pay my tab uh for the bottles. <laughs> so, the, okay, okay. Let, let's go move on to real quick to etiquette and paying a tab. Now, it's one thing to pay a tab if it's a couple of drinks, but when you're buying bottles, I'm going to ask if I could just pay half now and then half later because it is bottles, so my tab is going to be severely uh, much more. Yeah, you need to start saving to put a dent in that little, you know what I mean? You're going to put your bottle fund aside. Yeah. <laughs> Because on top of on top of buying five bottles of that, I also bought uh, a bottle of uh, gin and then two bottles of Fernie, a Fernet. So, Whoa. yeah. So it's like, oh, man. So I'm thinking about just uh, doing it in stages. Like, okay, this stage, I'm just going to buy the two bottles, pay off the two bottles and the gin. And then... I might. You got, you got, you, you're gonna do like car insurance? Do it yeah. quarterly? <laughs> Every three months? I gotta yeah. <laughs> like, do you do that, Greg? Would that be all right? <laughs> uh, yeah. You know. You know what? You know what your bigger issue is? Is you keep getting bottles. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's. But 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 uh, you know the way I figure it is. I mean, I'm gonna drink them. So 
Um, and, and two, I, I'm giving them, I give a lot of bottles out as gifts, you know, for, uh, yeah. for very, uh, poignant moments in people's lives. So, um, yeah, so I'm, so I'm, I'm just going to ask that like, Hey, I'm just going to get at this a little, little by little, uh, if that's good, I'm sure, I'm sure he'll, he'll be fine with it. You know? No, I mean, he's, he's, he's understanding. I mean, it can't be as bad as uh, yeah, Cuckoo's Cuckoo's bill. Yeah, that was a uh, when he told me, I was like, "Oh my god, bro! <laughs> what have you been buying? Who have you been yeah. buying?" You know, yeah. like, <laughs> I thought you gave up drinking. I know, <laughs> but no, I mean, yeah, I, I luckily I kept my that under wraps. That's why I, I'm, I've been, you know, I haven't been working so. The alcohol I've been drinking has been on the lower end. I've been I've been uh, doing some Evan Williams and stuff here and there when need be. Yeah. But you know what? You know what's funny is that Evan Williams, their higher brands aren't that bad. Their bottled and bond is pretty good, and the seventeen eighty three. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, every brand they have the low end and then they have the high stuff. Like you know, even Johnny Walker. Like nobody wants to drink the red, but everybody wants to drink a blue. I I remember my mistake uh, of buying red. That was a huge. I bought it just to see. You know, it was it was much more cheaper to buy a, a liter of that than you know a regular bottle of Jim Black. And uh, I tested that theory out. I was sorely wrong about that. <laughs> but you know, that's what I'm saying. It's like every company has their their like. Their shit drink, and then everybody's like, "All right, then we got the higher end shit, and we got like, the really high end stuff." Yeah, that's what I love about the cove. Once they open up, uh, everyone can experience all the high end uh, stuff. I don't know if I'm going to partake in the high end. I mean, the highest end uh, that I do is the cove makers. You know what I mean? Because to me, that that that's perfect. Just it's perfect in in uh, flavor, taste. <laughs> And there's the occasional, yeah. There's the occasional treat yourself ones that I I, I still to partake. You know, that's what I Boss like about Hog. you. That's what I like about you. You treat yourself to shit. You know what I mean? You're like, you know what? I deserve this. Well, sometimes you do. Sometimes it's like, you know what? I had a hard week and I worked really hard, and you know, I've been saving my cash. So he's like, you know what? I'm gonna spend fucking forty five dollars for a pour. But you know, but on the other end, I also drink. Well, vodka. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I'm, I and I, I take I take it as um, more about what a, a rest um, a chef told me. I have a friend who's a chef, and we were having a conversation, and he's like, you know what, you can't always eat the expensive restaurants, the high end stuff. You know, to really be able to appreciate that food, you have to appreciate. A fucking 99 cent cheeseburger you know it's sustenance it, it has its flavors it is what it is and you know it's a good get me by but then you can go have a you know 40 dollar steak like i think you're having today yeah <laughs> i am <laughs> i am having a 40 dollar steak I, yeah, see? I still need to go get the accoutrement for the 40 dollar steak um because I, I need to get some potatoes and some eggs i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of breakfast it up today and uh, do that. You could, you could do you could do a, a, an expensive steak and egg. Really? Yeah, of course. Huh? Of course. I love breakfast. It's my, one of my favorite meals. So <laughs> yeah, I, I I enjoy breakfast. It's just it's hard. I'm hard pressed to be able to go the extra mile sometimes. Like you can't do it every day. You know what I mean? 
I can. <laughs> I can no, but I mean, you're not going to have steak and eggs every day. Oh, yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like today I had a – since we were out and about and I knew I was going to uh, work, I just went to – we stopped over at Jack in the Box and I got a, the croissant, like, sandwich, you know. Did, did you get the two tacos? No, I don't do the two tacos. I'm not a two taco guy. Oh, anytime I'm there, always two tacos, regardless of what I'm getting, plus you two have, tacos. Have you tried the mini tacos? No, no, I refuse. <laughs> It's just like the same thing, but it's mini. I know, but I I don't like that. I like just holding that taco and just I don't know. It's... <laughs> that taco's only good when you're drunk. Yeah, yeah. I've had it sober. It's okay too. Yeah, but see, it's not the same, right? Like when you're sober, you're like, hey. When you're drunk, oh my god, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> Give me forty four. Give me forty more. <laughs> yeah. I, I always respect. I always respected Jack in the Box for that commercial. Where they, you knew the guy was high as shit. <laughs> Two tacos. How many tacos you get? Thirty. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> you know what's weird is is when I'm high, I don't think like that. Like I don't think like I'm. Uh, you know, I gotta get thirty. Like for me, I just like ransack my like my my room, my my refrigerator. You know, that's to me the munchies. I won't go out of my way to go buy something. I'll just be like, what do I have here? And uh, let, let me just work on that. When I was younger, I remember it was always like, because you always went to Denny's. I don't know what it was about what, like being, what it was like when I was younger. Like whenever you, because it was like the only thing that was really open 24 hours back then. You know, not, there weren't a lot of 24 hour places. So Denny's was always like the go-to. Um, I always get the sampler. You always get fried foods. I don't know what it is about being drunk and the, the need for fried food. Yeah. I wonder how Denny's is faring right now with COVID. Because, I mean, that's what they were known for is you drink and then, you know, then you do a Denny's run like at 2 in the morning. Yeah, I don't know if they're 24 hours right now. That's a, that's actually a, a very weird – that's a, that's an interesting thing. Um, I know that you – I know you can still order out, like you can still DoorDash and stuff, but I don't think they have enough outdoor space. Well, actually, like the one in Baldwin Park, they have all that grassy area. Like you get actually set up a bunch of tables out there. Yeah, they have. They have. Uh, when well, have I, they? I haven't been over there. So. Yeah, they have, but I don't. Again, I don't know if they're open at night or whatever. But I, I've converted. I've turned into a norms guy. You know, I don't know what that says about me that that I quit drinking and that that I'm uh, now uh, you know just a uh, an old man or or what you know. <laughs> you know they have they have different deals. They're more they're more steak oriented. That's probably what it is. You yeah. get more like more steak variety there. You're right. You're right. That's exactly what it is. So what else is going on in your world? Um. What else? What else is going on? I had a bunch of stuff written down, but it's all it's all pertaining to sports. When we get into our sports section, I got two, two no. things. Yeah, yeah. If this might be a, we might actually for our sports might get to the next level, uh, you know, of sports because I, I well, we'll we'll find out later. It's just a little. Tease that they call it in the biz. In the biz. Yeah. Man, this so I I wanted I wanted to get more in depth and like where is this steak place that you that you went to? Oh yeah, so right, right, right. So uh, as you guys know, uh, I, I'm a producer, engineer, 
what, what else am I? Sidekick. Man of many hats. Yes, man of many hats. And we went to the LA Farmers Market uh, out there in Los Angeles. Have you ever been there? Um, no. Are we talking about like Grand's like uh, Grand Central, or we're we talking like uh, the one that's next to the CBS Studios? No, I have not been there. Dude, it is crazy because it's like connected to a, a uh, for lack of a better term, like an outdoor mall. And it's really cool. Like, I've been there. This, uh, this might have been my third time ever being there, but I've always gone very sporadically. And it's usually for work that I've gone there. Uh, never for for just just to go. So there's a, a meat market in there. Uh, called Huntington, was it uh, Huntington Beef? Um, and so I went there. We went to set everything up, and we were we were plagued with a little bit of technical difficulties, not on the audio end, but on the video end. And um, anyway, but that, that's just sidebar. So we're there, and dude, at the end, the guy really liked me. You know, uh, he really was laughing at all my jokes and stuff like that, my my uh, commentary. And he's like, "Here, thank you for everything." And he just hooked it up with like, I got two T-bone steaks, a ribeye, um, two packs of these different sausages, and then he and then I didn't know this. I didn't know this until yesterday. Uh, he gave me this other uh, thing. Everything was written on, but I couldn't read his writing on this certain um, package. So I was like, okay. So I had I had the the bread ends that I've been saving because I was like, I, I'm going to make a, a nice steak sandwich or something like that. So I was toasting that. And I'm like, okay, let's see what meat this was. And I opened it up, and it's bacon. He gave me seven slivers of just delicious bacon. And I was like, oh, man, I couldn't believe it. And I was like, oh, my God. Because when I look at bacon, I look at it at, for, for two different things. I look at it as like, oh, my God, this is great. I'm getting bacon. And then the other portion of my brain goes to, oh, my God, look at all this grease that's going to be left over for, you know, so I have to save this save this and use this, which is why I, I got the, the steak out yesterday because I'm like, dude, I'm going to cook my steak in and bake in bacon grease. And, yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, that's why I'm like, that's why I'm like, I got to do breakfast because I, I'm gonna throw some eggs on there. I'm gonna get potato. And what I've been really into too is getting a regular potato and just you know wa- washing it, or as they say in KFC, washing it, and um, and, and then cutting it and leaving the um, the skin on. It's been like, yeah, really, yeah, it's been really delicious. So I'm like, oh man, I got all this grease to. To do all that, so that's another reason why. And so, yeah, it was really cool. And so, I just have all this ba- all this excess meat that I just froze. So I was like, okay, today I can do a ribeye. Tomorrow, I'm definitely actually tomorrow I'm doing the ribeye, or am I doing? The, I'm probably going to do the T-bone steak because I froze everything because uh, the Charger game tomorrow. So I'm like, okay, I get to eat that. No, we talked earlier in the week. You're um, where are you uh, where are you watching the game? Like you said, you were like going somewhere. Uh, no, no, no. In the morning, I'm going somewhere. Uh, but my plan, okay, my plan is, um, I don't want because, you know, you know, football and drinking just go hand in hand. Yeah. And so, um, I need an excuse to leave, you know, 
that that's the biggest part is like I need an excuse to leave when I'm drinking and, and coming home to cook and eat and watching the charging game. The charging game is at one. I was like, okay, that's a good excuse. I could just go there in the morning, watch a, you know, you know, I'll, I'll bring some, some breakfast, watch something or watch, watch the, uh, the football, the morning football, and then I'll just leave and, uh, eat. But I, I know me, I know that if I go, I might stay. <laughs> it's the, it's the hardest part. I've, I've noticed that, uh, about me is that once I start drinking at one place, I really don't want to leave. And, yeah. and, uh, now that everything's starting to open up, it's just like, like, dude, like, like I didn't, like I recognize the trigger and I had all this COVID time to kind of wean myself off of it. But then, uh, like, then I noticed, Oh my God, it's back again. You know what I mean? And you know, I'm, I'm, I'm drinking more and I'm like, I can't have that, you know? Yeah. So I, I think I've actually cut down quite, quite a much. Like I didn't drink anything last night. So like, yesterday I didn't have a drink. Today I'm only drinking because of the podcast. Tomorrow it would be because of uh, probably because of some sports. I'm actually supposed to go uh, to Santa Monica tomorrow. For, Santa um, Monica. Yeah, <laughs> but from Riverside, that's a fucking drive. I know. <laughs> I know. So, um, but yeah, it's a friend's birthday, and I'm like, I'm gonna do my best to get out there. But it's you know, it's a ways. So, but other than that, like I said, I've really cut back on my. Uh, my drinking. Yeah. So. I've been drinking um, maybe, I want to say once a week, but it's really twice a week. I had a very interesting uh, thing happen to me on Monday. And let, I wonder if this has ever happened to you. Uh, my, my sister, me and my sister are, are cool with each other, obviously. And, uh, you know, some of her friends she's had since high school, and I've known them for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, and uh, my sister through the years has picked up, you know, random friends uh, through her life and they are, they're always over her house or whatever. So uh, her friends not necessarily become my friends. Some of them do um, because, you know, over the years, it's just like, oh, hey, Brenda or, you know, Denise or Cynthia. Hey, what's up? You know, and yeah. um, so my sister's like, hey, uh, kind of a mutual friend of ours. His name is, you know, ironically, David. Uh, who uh, I've, I've befriended. He was a Marine too. So like, you know, obviously me and him hit it off really well. She's like, Hey, it's David's birthday on Monday at my friend, my Brenda's house. She's like, she's like, uh, you should go because you know, you're, you're cool with David. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm down. I'm like, when are you, I'm like, when are you going to show up? And she's like, well, I got to wait for the kids to go to sleep or whatever. She's going to be like later. But the thing started at five. And I was like, I was like, man, that's, I don't know. Like, I didn't, I know I'm cool with them, but it was like, it was like, I've never, you know, partied yeah, with my by sister, yourself, by myself with my sister's friends. Yeah. And, you know? And so I was like, well, fuck it. I know David. And it was Monday and I was like, oh, you know, the Raider game is going to be on. And, you know, at least I can watch that. I get there. And th- these, these people are not really uh football fan so the TV was off and I didn't want to be that guy like hey can we watch some Monday night football so um you know I just stood there and I just drank with everybody and uh it was cool it was cool you know my sister I don't know if she showed up or not I have to text her actually and see if she showed up or not but I left about 9:30 I was like man I'm tired I'm like 
you know, not that I have anything to do tomorrow, but <laughs> I just want to go to sleep. So uh, that was that was interesting. But uh, the older I get, the more I realize that cigars are going to be prevalent the older you get. And so it is, it's like that with my uncle. My uncle smokes cigars, and every now and then he'll offer me one. And my, my etiquette is I'll have one, but I'll have your smallest one. You know, I'm not trying to, like, uh, you know, be a team, you know what I mean, and just have a big cigar and spit it out and say, I love it when it plans together. So, <laughs> so that's always my move. I'm like, dude, just give me Especially your. Especially if you don't have a BA Baracus next to you. Yeah, exactly. That really helps. I mean, I personally was, was Murdoch. Uh, <laughs> you know, I was a crazy pilot, but, um, but yeah, but, but then he brought out cigars. Yeah. He, he brought out his like cigar case with humidors and, you know, he's like really into it. I'm like, Oh shit. He's like, yeah. And he's like, it's my birthday. You know, if you guys want a cigar, go ahead. And I'm like, dude, give me the smallest one. And he does. And of course, everybody has the bigger ones and nobody's finishing theirs. And mine's is pretty much finished. I'm like, that's why you always go with the small cigar. Yeah. You know, cause I, I hate leaving a huge one or whatever. Cause I'm like, dude, I'm not, you know, I'm not really a cigar person, but I'll, I will dive into one every now and then. Yeah. I mean, like, cause a, a, a lot, a big cigar could take. An hour minimum, sometimes if not if not longer to smoke it. Yeah. Do you do the occasional so, cigar? I have done uh, the last cigar I had was actually for my birthday. I went to go see my friend, uh, and he he gave me. We had he cooked uh, dinner for me. We and then after dinner we shared a cigar and. Uh, and some whiskey, so it was cool. It was nice. It was it was the first time I've had one in a long time. Um, I used to be really big into cigars. I used to uh, go hang out at a cigar shop out in um, Hollywood. I think I've told you that before. I don't think so. Uh, right next to the House of Blues. There's a cigar shop right there. I, I'm very familiar there, with that House was. of Blues. There was. So the, there was, like, if you're walking down the street, like, if you're passing the House of Blues, Heading towards like Saddle Ranch, mm-hmm. on that same street, you had like this uh, uh, a psychic, <laughs> and then you had like a cigar shop, and then you had a uh, uh, they had some stores that always change. But yeah, there was a cigar shop. That's a uh, I made a, I had made a lot of friends there. Had a lot of people there. Uh, I spent a lot of time in Hollywood, like on a daily basis. I would dri- I would go to work, and then I would drive out to Hollywood every night. Drink, drink, and smoke cigars, and you know, just chill. Man, I I wish I would spend time in Hollywood, but I was never a Hollywood guy. I was always like the the side Hollywoods, you know what I mean, like the North Hollywoods, or you know uh, those those other areas. Because I don't know, like I you know I, I would go when I would have to go to a concert or something like that, but you know I really didn't. Uh, I don't know. I, I maybe I just didn't appreciate Hollywood for what it is for that scene. Um, and what's it was funny is like I was spent so much time in Hollywood, but I was never, I I never did Hollywood. Like I went to Sunset, I went to the Cigar Lounge, and that was it. I didn't go on Hollywood Boulevard. I didn't go to like West Hollywood, like the more West Hollywood area. I did. Well, I did early when I was like eighteen. Like I used to go to a club in West Hollywood with my friends. Um, 
But other than that, no. what, what club was it? Oh, damn it. <laughs> you had a club? That's hilarious. I had many clubs back when I was younger. Uh, You're a clubber? That, I was I was a clubber, man. <laughs> I was I was Okay, so in high school like I was the total I was the quiet nerd. Like yeah. I didn't drink, I didn't smoke, I didn't do anything. I didn't do any drugs. So like I was like I would never get invited to parties. <laughs> as 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 popular as people made me out to be, I was never like over the public, I just, I, you know, I had my friends and stuff, and but like I never partied with them because I didn't party, and my and plus my my parents were really overprotective. So when I turned like eighteen, nineteen, and I was working and stuff, uh, I started going out. So I had a friend who took who used to, she was like, um, you remember that you have you know uh, the term fag hag? Yes. Okay, so she was a big fag hag, and um. So she took me out to this uh, club. It was Club Club Velvet. <laughs> so it was an 18 and over club in West Hollywood. It was like, you know, a mix of gay and straight. Um, but, yeah, that's the club I used to go to. I think it was, I don't know if it was Friday or Saturday nights. So it was funny, though. I, I had some funny stories over there. But one of the stories was, um, like, the first time I went there, because uh, we, we were friends from high school. Um, she, she ended up, uh, bringing, or she met up with one of her other friends from high school and I, I knew him. I wasn't like, I wasn't say I was friends with him, but we were in the, like the tennis team together and stuff, but we weren't like close at all. Right. So when he saw me, he was like, David Macias? Cause everybody was like, <laughs> yeah. everybody was like, so use my full name. And he's like, what? He's like, what are you doing here? I go having fun. I don't know. <laughs> Because I was a jock, so I think he, I think he assumed like you know I was just like one of those you know homophobic type of people, and I'm like I don't give a shit what you do. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm just here to dance. <laughs> I just want to dance. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. There's a couple for a couple stories out of that one. I was never a club guy. I, you know, not that I, not that I would ever do it, but you know, I'm such a fan of music that like clubs, you don't, you don't appreciate the music or I don't appreciate the music at clubs because it's super loud. You can't talk to anybody, you know? So like for me, just clubs were just never, never my forte. I don't know. I, I mean, like after the West, like after I, I kind of like, you change groups, you know what I mean? So after like the, the hanging out, like 18, 19 years old, hanging out in West Hollywood, when I was like 20 and started like when I was 20 years old, I started going to clubs in LA. So there was Club Vertigo and the Grand in LA. I think Grand he, Avenue. I don't quote me on this, but I believe the Grand is closing. Oh no, it's it's been closed. So it's Vertigo. They they in LA those clubs are gone. They don't exist anymore. They they're now fucking apartment complexes. Oh man. Everything's turning into an apartment complex in LA. Yeah, like all all my history from from LA is like gone. It was like, dude, I I I'm I met both my babies' mamas at that club. <laughs> <laughs> at like the same time. So yeah, club naked. Oh man. Those were some days. 
But it got to the point where, like, I was just friends with the people who worked there. So I didn't even go to club. I just went to go see my friends. I'd have a couple of drinks. We'd play poker uh, downstairs the whole night while you hear the club just going crazy. <laughs> and then, like, the music would stop at, like, 6, 7 in the morning. So then we're like, all right, let's wrap this game up. We got to go. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. There's a lot of stories from then. I haven't played poker or anything like that in, man, forever. I, I would like I would like to do a poker night or something like that. That'd be fun. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a I'm not a big poker person. Like I'm I'm just not a big gambler. I mean I'll play it for shits and giggles if we're just hanging out, just having a good time, you know. I don't know because I never feel like I'm. I never take it so seriously because I'm not like spending a lot of money. Like if I'm in Vegas, I'm like I I don't think I'd be having fun because I'd be so. Concentrating and like, oh my god, I lost. That's just like forty bucks, and like, you know. Well, we would always do it for change. Every now and then, I would do it with with um, some people, and it was just for change. Like a quarter was like considered like the the the, the high end, you know. But you know, you're in, you're in for a nickel or a penny, you know what I mean? And yeah, no, we would we would. I think it was like a either twenty or. 20 or 40 dollar buy-in yeah yeah no <laughs> yeah so but but it was funny because like you would have like when the time came like when the it was the end of the day it was always like all right all in everybody had to go all in so the last hand that won would win the the wow would win the pot yeah but it's sick like you're, you're i was drinking for free because i was like i knew everybody at the club you know and you're just hanging out with friends yeah when when, so, we, when we'd be playing with change, you know, someone would throw in a dollar, and I'm like, "Too rich for my blood." That was my favorite. <laughs> too rich for my blood. I'm just. Full. I mean, I, there's some people who just take it way too seriously. Then, yeah, you know what I mean. And those are the people I'm not, I'm not. I'm not here to like, you know, I got to read you and you know all this stuff. <sighs> yeah. Good times. Yeah. I, you know what I do miss playing? I'm, I always enjoy playing dominoes. <laughs> would, at the end, would you sit? Would you do the ice cube thing, domino, motherfucker? No, but if you you, you know if you got fifteen or more, you got to slam. Yeah, you got to slam. <laughs> but then you don't want to slam because then you like if you're not going out out, you know it's like you just gotta you, know, you gotta make fix all the <laughs> all the dominoes again. Like, Come down. <laughs> <laughs> oh dude i have a funny story so um about dominoes so uh we were gonna we were going to a wedding and i was in a, i was in a wedding i was in a wedding for some friends who i haven't seen in a long time like we were really close and, and it's one of those like you know those friends you have that you don't have to see them yeah every day or for like a couple years but once you get back together it's like it never left Kind of like us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, so um, out of the blue, my friend wants me to be in his wedding. Cool. And I hadn't seen these guys in a long time. So we got together and like nothing ever, like nothing ever missed. And oh, it was one big happy family again. But um, so we, they, they are actually kind of the ones that taught me to play dominoes. Like I, I've never played dominoes until I was with them. So then my friend has this domino set and... It's this old school Corona domino set, right? 
and his dad gave it to him. So it was like very, very, very important to him. So we're playing dominoes and, and the craziest thing happened. This, um, it was, it was the guy who's getting married, his like, uh, cousin who's younger than, who's way younger than us. He wasn't, I don't think he was even 21 at the time. Right. And we're all maybe 25 at the time. Um, so he wants to hang out with the, with us. Like he, he thinks that like hanging out with us is cool. Cause we're like, <laughs> like nobody, nobody should think we're cool. We're just a bunch of, you know, dumbasses. But anyway, he's playing dominoes and he slams one of the dominoes and it shatters. Wow. And, and all of us were like, first we're like, I've never seen that. <laughs> and then secondly, it was like, oh my God, he's going to kill him. <laughs> now, mind you, the friend who owns this, the, the domino set, the domino set, he was like the enforcer of the group. Like he would be B.A. Baracus. <laughs> okay. Okay. So he would be like, it was like, okay. So that you, um, I don't know who, who to who, the equivalent, like a smaller version of Kuko. Wow. Okay. So, you know, he was the, the one that like, you never wanted to get hit by. Like yeah. if he hit you, you're fucking on the ground. <laughs> so all of us at the same time, just looked at him and goes, run. <laughs> and we're in, we're in a, we're in a hotel room and he just books it and they're all chasing him. Dude. Yeah. We finally caught him. He, he gave him, he gave him, he wasn't like, he was, he wasn't mad at him for like, you know, like, I can't believe you, but it was just one of those, it was so funny type of things. And for the life of us, dude, we, we've, for, for like years, we tried our best to try to find a duplicate set and we could not find one. Yeah, no other that, fucking. That one is gone. Yeah. It's a complete it, set. It doesn't exist. It was the craziest fucking thing. I've never seen a domino shatter because, you know, as much as people slam stuff. Well, I, you know, if, if I was him, I would make a rule of no slapping my dominoes. Well, a no slapping my dominoes. But if we when we play with this set again, the there will be a unsaid rule that that what whatever domino that was will always be the last domino in the the bag. No, it even have it even had its own carrying case, man. It was. Just, I, I don't know. I, you know I don't know if he still has it. I wonder if he still has it. It's just like <laughs> an unfinished domino set. Just the memories of it. I mean, he he could find just one domino eventually and just put it in there to complete it. It it's, won't be the same, know, but I get it. It wouldn't be the same. You you'd always know what number it is. Yeah. You get the two four. You get the two four. <laughs> but that's why. That's why it would be a good un, unspoken rule that the last domino would always be the two four, and. It would just be, you know, like in remembrance, you know. Yeah, I haven't played dominoes in forever. I remember, uh, I remember, I was we were playing poker at my friend's house. This was a long time ago, of course, and um, and we, for some reason, the the dining table had a um, a cover over it, but the cover was just um, filled with a bunch of fruit. It was it was the most oddest like cover, cover table ever, but um, 
we were playing and then they're like, all right, Albert, what do you got? And, uh, you know, I just happened to be sitting next to, um, you know, a pair and I'm like, I got a pair and I just pointed out the pair and it was like hilarious. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. That's that would had. be you. That, yeah. that, it is, that is a total you joke. <laughs> yeah. They, they almost killed me, but, but they laughed. It's <laughs> like, that's, that's all I care about. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yes. What's new with you, man? Nothing, man. Nothing, nothing. Um, <laughs> nothing. I have. I mean, I'm. I'm still, still doing the quarantine. Is, you know, still jobless. I got a. I. Uh, been cooking more, doing that stuff. Uh, no, I'm, I've I've been the the house husband, so to speak, for uh, uh, for quite some time now. Oh, Annabelle says hello. She's actually not here. She's taking her son. She's dropping her son off for a date. A date? Like a date? Wow, this is amazing. Well, he's got a, a girlfriend, so he's he's just gonna go uh, go see her because she actually moved away out of state. So oh, wow. when she's in town, he makes sure you know. Obviously, he tries to see her. I respect the the long distance uh, relationship. Well, you know they're they're sixteen, so it works there. When yeah. you're older, it doesn't work. Yeah. At least I don't believe so. I don't think the long-distance relationship, you know, are are very strong. Because people who live within, like, fucking six miles of each other still cheat. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do when it's, like, fucking 2,000? Yeah. I don't know. I, I was in one... I mean, I was obviously in one relationship uh, in my life, and it was... For a while, it was long distance. She was in college, and I was here, and I enjoyed that. Like, I enjoyed the the, the freedom of not always having to be with somebody. I did call about every every night, if not every other night, um, just to see how her day was going. And I enjoyed the drive up. I, I mean, she was she was living in San Diego, and you know, every other weekend or once a month, I'd just drive up. And I enjoyed that. That was fun. And we that's just- not far, though. That's not like I don't feel that that's a long distance. I don't feel San Diego. San Diego is an hour and a half. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's not. I I don't know. Me personally, I just don't see it as as like a long distance. Like his girl, Washington. That's a long distance. It's true, long distance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, even like if they were like, you know, San Francisco. I'll give you San Francisco, Sacramento before I give you <laughs> San Diego. Uh, we can go to San Diego to have lunch and get back. That's cool. You should do that. You should do that with uh, Annabelle. Just surprise her. San Diego. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's what I mean by long distance. I'm munching on a pizza right now. Pizza from yesterday. Nice. Yeah. The preemptive to your steak? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is the lunch. Is pizza your appetizer? Yeah. <laughs> we'll call it a flat flatbread because that sounds more appetizer. <laughs> right? Like, people get away. Like, you get away with it. This is a pizza. It's a flatbread, sir. It's a flatbread. <laughs> it's okay. It's still fucking sauce, cheese, and toppings on top of bread. 
Oh man, sports! By the way, let's get into sports. Sports. All right, couple this things. Is, this is your this is your time. This is you wanted to bring this up. Couple things I want to talk to you. I'm gonna I'm gonna save. Well, fuck it. I'm just gonna go straight for the uh, the, the the jugular right here. Okay, go for the jugular. This is gonna be so shocking. This rip, gonna, rip the band aid off. I am. This is gonna be shocking. So take a drink, everybody that's listening. Take a drink. <laughs> I want to get your thoughts on. I'm I'm thinking about becoming a bandwagon jumper, jumping on the Laker bandwagon. <laughs> what do you think? Would you Would um, you respect me less? Well, baseball isn't really your thing, right? Ba- basketball isn't my thing. So I mean, then you're yeah, basketball's not your thing. So I don't really feel like you would be a bandwagoner so much. I mean, you're jumping on the fan late in the game. <laughs> well, like, I want to like, make sure, you, you know. <laughs> are you are you jumping in just for this year and then jumping off? <laughs> Can you? So that's bandwagon. You know, I mean, at this point, like, if you don't have, like, you're, you're from L.A., you're a Dodgers fan, so technically being a Lakers fan is just kind of within your realm. Within my, I don't, within my right? <laughs> yeah, it's within your rights. <laughs> Like, if I were to become a Lakers fan, that would be bandwagoning. That's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. As much as people have given me shit for, for my fan, my fandom, I've never, I've never faltered. <laughs> I thought you were going to, I thought you were going to jump on like a football team bandwagon. Basketball doesn't count for you. <laughs> well, I just want to know because, I mean, okay, this is my rationale is that, I mean, I, do I watch basketball? No. Uh, do I have a team? Yeah, I'm a Charlotte Hornets fan. Um, and I oh, so you you do have another team though? Yes, yes, the Charlotte oh, okay. Hornets. Okay, uh, so then you are bandwagoning. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but it's it's funny that you're bandwagoning now. Well, yeah, I mean that th- this is the best time to bandwagon. True. This is this is where this is where everybody starts jumping ship, and I'm like, no. This is where I, I this is this is the conversation that I have with the with the fans who who always talk shit to me because every Laker fan every every Laker fan I've ever known hated LeBron James. It was a complete disrespect that LeBron James existed and he's not as good as he is about to be. But now that he's on the Lakers and they're close to winning a championship. Everybody loves LeBron James. That's that's the fucking the the sticking in your ass moment for me. Like, yeah, look at you fucking fake ass motherfuckers. I knew this was gonna happen. People are still like, we're still like during the season, like, oh no, I don't like him. I don't like him. Yeah, LeBron hit the game winner. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, dude, get over yourselves. I call those people the the Kobe truthers. The Kobe truthers. <laughs> yeah, that's what I call those people. I'm like, oh, those are the Kobe truthers. Because I was, I was a, I was, a, I predicted it when LeBron went to free agency. I predicted it and I said, "I bet you he's going to go to the Lakers." And everybody laughed at me. Everybody said, "Albert, you don't know shit." And I'm like, "You're right, I don't." But I'm like, for some reason, I think he's going to go to the Lakers. And then he signed with the Lakers, and everyone just was like. Looking at me like fucking like weird, and I'm like, I knew it. Like I don't know why. I just fucking knew it. The Lakers, you know, Kobe had retired. 
you know the the Lakers weren't really you know uh, a very they were terrible. Yeah, and, and they, they were terrible, and and they weren't uh, in people's minds. You know, and uh, I was like, I. I know this would bring uh, the Lakers back into prominency and back into TV and stuff. You know, I looked at it from that that aspect of a business move. This is more of like the Lakers just buying, uh, uh, you know, some jeans, some name brand jeans or something for a couple of years. So, um, yeah. So, you know, and uh, I not that I didn't like LeBron. I, you know, I, I knew of LeBron and I'm like, oh, man, everywhere this guy goes, he fucking wins. So, you know, I, I didn't mind him with the Lakers. I thought it would be cool. I, if anything, I became interested again in the Lakers. I I was very disinterested in the Lakers when, uh, um, you know, after um, after Chick Hearn passed away and then uh, Showtime happened and, uh, you know, with Shaq and Kobe and all that drama, I, I really became very just, um, uh, what's the word, disenchanted uh, with that team. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. So now that the Lakers are like in the playoffs and uh, winning, and how, do you, how do you think I feel, man? My my team is the Cavaliers. Like we're only good when we have LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> we were good for seven years when he got with us. And then we sucked balls, and then he came back, and we won a championship. It was the first professional championship in in Cleveland since, like, 1956. But he did that for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. He did that for, for those fans. Like, that's, yeah. that's respectable. Mean, that's, people, people don't understand, like, what he did. Like, he brought a city to its fucking... He brought a, a, a small market team to the upper echelons. You know, forever there would be a championship, and it's historic because they beat one of the, the best teams ever, and, you know... And the team that w- that won the most games in a season from three one down, and I'm telling you, he was going to do that for the Lakers because people are going to want to play with them. Mm-hmm. People are always going to come want to play with LeBron because they know they always have a chance at a championship. The veterans were always taking minimums, like oh, I'll, I'll make fucking six hundred thirty thousand dollars just to win a championship, you know. But my thing is, like, I've people always talk shit about the fact that he doesn't have more championships, but you also have to understand. He was on the Cavs. <laughs> they weren't all that great. He did a lot for that squad. And then I never give too much in championships because you're never going to tell me that a championship, like a Super Bowl or any championship, makes one player better than the rest. I mean, you look at you look at uh, teams that won. Like, let's take the the Ravens. Remember when the Ravens won? They had like the greatest defense of all time. Yeah. You know, like unstoppable. It was just amazing defense. But their quarterback was Trent Dilfer. And you're never going to tell me that Trent Dilfer, because he won a Super Bowl, is a better quarterback than Dan Marino, who never won one, or Warren Moon. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I never put too much stake in championships because it's still a team event. But, you know. I don't know. Basketball seems to be the only one that's kind of not a team event. You can you you have a chance to be great and and be great enough, but you're still you still have to rely on other people. You still need other people to to get you the ball, you know. And you can't score 120 points by yourself, uh, unless you're Kobe. <laughs> well, he doesn't have the highest grade. He scored 81, but the highest total ever is 100 by Will Chamberlain. No way. Okay, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. Fucking David Robinson had 80 points in a game. Man. So there there have been people who've, like, 
all the stars aligned and, you know, this is like the greatest thing of ever. But, you know, at the end of the day, if all you do is score and you don't pass and you don't, you don't fucking rebound, then kind of shitty. I mean, anybody can score, you know, 80 points if you're taking 80 shots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you have, like, like, if you have more misses than the rest of your team has shots taken, that's, you know. <laughs> so if you see me wearing a LeBron Lakers jersey or anything like that, I'm fine. No, oh, is that? Are you going to go full full blown? Would that are be you crazy? Start buying gear. <laughs> well, I mean, a, a LeBron uh, jersey would be all right. I think. Yeah, I mean, a, a Lakers shirt. You know, I, well, we had this discussion about me and jerseys. I'm not too big on jerseys of yeah. current players. Like, I had I had a LeBron James. Somebody bought me a LeBron James uh, Cleveland jersey. I don't have it anymore because it was like he left, and you know. Yeah, but he won you a championship, so I yeah. Mean, but I got I got it before he left. <laughs> uh, got it. Well, yeah. You know, I don't know. It's not big on jerseys. It's like I never, I never feel comfortable in a jersey. Yeah. So yeah, so that's the, 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 the that's my take. So if you guys see me with the Laker jersey, yeah, I'm a bandwagoner. And two, my other rationale is, dude, none of my teams have fucking won shit. Like <laughs> I'm tired of not winning shit. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, let's look, let's look at your other team. <laughs> your other team has folded several times in the World Series, right? Right, but and we're going again. We're, we're we made it into the playoffs. We clinched our division. Uh, your number one, your number one, right? Yeah. And uh, this year could be the year. This, this year could be the year. It's a weird year, and and funny enough, every team that we played has an asterisk. On on their championship, and they said that this year there would be there would be an asterisk on the championship because it was during COVID. And I told myself, I'm like, that would be hilarious because every team that won against us has an asterisk. Then we would get an asterisk, so that would complete the cycle. You know what? Though I feel like this, I feel like this season is. A better representation of of you winning the championship. I think it's it's a better like you you had you had less season, so you had to win every game. Yeah, you know, and then you're playing an eight game an an eighteen playoff, so you have more teams to play against. So I think I think this really shows what. Uh, the best team would be to do it in this short time to do it against more teams in the playoffs when it's like more important, you know, actually, I think this is actually kind of a, a cool way of doing baseball. I'm still, I'm still down for taking away 162 game season. I would, I would say a hundred, but no more than that. Baseball yeah. is too long. <laughs> You're right. Too long. You're right. You're right. Just, just shorten it kind of like football where it's just a fucking sprint and, you yeah. know, every game is true, truly meaningful. Um, yeah, because yeah. if you look at the standings, like I think everybody in the AL is already, yeah, the AL is already decided as far as playoffs. You have uh, Tampa Bay, New York, the Yankees, and Toronto, and then you have 
Minnesota, Cleveland, and Chicago, and then you have uh, Oakland and Houston. So, and then the NL actually is not decided yet. Just the Dodgers. Well, it's you have six teams: Atlanta, Miami, uh, Chicago, Cincinnati, LA, San Diego, and there's still two spots left. I'm excited. So, yeah. So, I mean, in you know, technically, this could be a all LA, you know, um, championship season. Mm-hmm. I mean, Especially I, with the way the I mean the Rams are two and zero, the Chargers look good. I mean, you could have a full sweep. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of uh, football, um, uh, I bought a jersey uh, of the Chargers, the kicker, the kicker. Yes, it finally came in. So um, I'm excited to christen that tomorrow. I'll be wearing that tomorrow. Uh, I rarely ever buy a player that's that's uh, playing during the season. The only person that I've ever done that with was um, Ladanian Tomlinson. So um, I'm like, yeah, but he, was awesome. he was amazing. And yeah. um, so now I'm I'm fully into the Charger universe with this kicker. I, so I'm really excited about it. And not only that, man, I really feel very empathetic to Tyrod Taylor. Um, oh, they punctured his lung. Yeah. That's crazy. Like you, the lawsuit that you have because if if that ruined your career because the fact that he can't play and you're giving the rookie who you signed to basically eventually take over if he starts winning, you're not going to put Tyrod back in and he lost his starting position because of the fucking the medical team. the The lawsuit would be humongous. Not only that, the same thing happened to him in Cleveland, right? Punctured his lung? Well, not that, but he got hurt. And then the quarterback that's there now took over. Baker, yeah, exactly. So this poor guy, dude, you know, uh, I, I get it. Anthony Lynn is, is pro Tyrod Taylor. He was with them, you know, for, for a long time before that and really helped develop him. And he has a very um, strong connection with him. And then for this to happen to Tyrod... I mean, granted, I was one of those people that was not sipping on the Tyrod uh, Kool-Aid. I was like, okay, this guy's just, you know, I'm like, this guy's just there until, you know, till this, till, till they give the, the Herbert guy a shot. All right, yeah. cool, you know. But then, I, you know, on Sunday when I saw that, and it shocked everybody, the, the Herbert come out. I was to like, start the game, yeah. yeah, I was like, what the fuck? And then you start reading about everything that's going on with Tyrod and stuff. You know, I'm just like, man, the guy has always wanted to be a starting quarterback, finally gets it, and then this happens to him. And, you know, Herbert looked really good. And uh, d- depending, I mean, Tyrod's out for at least six weeks. Six to eight weeks is the, the healing uh, process for a punctured lung. So, And, who, and like, who knows that? Like, how, how like... And it wasn't, and you can't tell me that it was a big puncture. It was just, he like, how did you fuck up that bad? You're, you're fucking, is you know, I'm just amazed at that. Like, dude, like, we're he, he's actually luckier, and I, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad he's okay 
because they punctured his lung. Like, so much worse could have happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? So much worse could have happened. And uh, and here I thought, like, oh, dude, he's cracked ribs. He's got a chest issue. I'm like, oh, you know, because you didn't find out during the game. If I, after the fact, it would have happened. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't until, like, two days later that you found out what happened. You just knew he had cracked ribs or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm excited for this season for the Chargers. Defense looks really good, except I feel that the defense is uh, gassed. They get gassed at the fourth quarter. Well, remember, remember, because I said like they didn't get the proper training, so it's going to take them a while to get to to get their yeah their game legs and stuff. But yeah, their defense was playing their hearts out. They were fucking, they were so tired at the end of that. Yeah. So, I mean that that loss with Patrick Mahomes was. I mean, it's how do you how do you block a fifty eight yard field goal? You know what I mean? It's like, man, that was insane. So. Yeah. But I, I get the, I think they're I think they're gonna be okay. I, I after watching them play, I watched that game from like almost beginning to end. They have a lot of heart. I think you know had Herbert not thrown that pick across his body, like a, he didn't have to throw that, you know that rookie mistake. I think you guys win that game. Yeah. Who you guys play next? Uh, Panthers. Oh, you can win that game. Mm-hmm. I you know it's weird. I talked to a Patriots fan the other day, and I was like, "Dude, Cam Newton." They're like, "Yeah, whatever." I'm like, "What? Like what? What do you mean the man is like, like resurfaced? The man is like relevant. Like the like like he's like a brand new quarterback." Yeah. With the Patriots, and I was just like, "Yeah, whatever." I'm like, "That is odd." Because they they were they were they were more Tom Brady fans than Patriots fans. Yeah. No, I watched that game too, and he played very well. Cam Newton actually did a really good job. They just, it was bad coaching at the end of that game. Really bad coaching. Yeah, so football. I'm like, football's back, baby. Yeah. And again, they're letting more and more people into the games. So I think it's just a matter of time before here in Los Angeles, they probably let some people in. If they let. If they let if Disneyland opens, then they're going to let people into stadiums. Mark my words. That stadium is that new LA stadium looks fucking amazing. Yeah, like I actually I want to go see a game there just to kind of check out the stadium. I want to just take a tour. Fuck the game. <laughs> well, I don't need people around me. I, I want to just take it all in by myself. I haven't seen the Raiders again. I haven't seen the Raiders stadium, but it looked okay. It looked. It, I mean, it was. It's an indoor stadium, you know, because it's just too hot out there. Uh, you can see the strip, like you can see Vegas from one of the windows and stuff. But I actually think that the the LA LA stadium looks way nicer. Well, it's weird is seeing on the ticker Las Vegas. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's weird. I'm like, man, that's fucking weird. But I think, I think, I think they're gonna move more teams. I think, I mean, sports is eventually gonna have to expand. You know what I mean? And now that football's in in Vegas, I'm gonna say they're gonna put a basketball team in Vegas. Mm. What team? What what team do you think could transplant to Vegas? No, I I, I think I think they should ex- expand it. Like two new teams, one in Vegas, and especially in basketball, 
if you do Vegas and Seattle, because remember Seattle used to have a team, the Sonics, the Sonics, who are now the uh, Oklahoma Oklahoma City Thunder. So I think if you expand it, you put two team, two new teams, one in Vegas, one in in uh, Seattle. I think that works out. Okay. They they have a, a hockey team. I don't know. Does Seattle have a hockey team? They have a major league soccer team. Yeah. They have a baseball team and a soccer team. And their soccer team is actually uh, the Sounders. Pretty good. Yeah. Seattle Sounders. Yeah. 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 Pack twelve. Pack twelve. Back in the game. Back in the saddle. November, right? November. They're playing a seven-game a seven-game uh, season. That'll be interesting. Let's see what happens. Well, they they canceled some football games because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, this like today, and a few in Texas. There's a couple teams that didn't play. Notre Dame, Wake Forest, that got canceled because of uh, um, COVID. So that's crazy. It's like, it's like it's still around. It it still could happen. It's not a myth. It, it's 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 real. It's still real, guys. It's still relevant. It's still yeah. real. Still got to take care of yourself. These athletes are getting it. What's weird is they should just put them all in bubbles. If you're an athlete, you every every all the all the schools now are all virtual. Just throw them all in a hotel. And I know it's tough because it, it, what, what are these guys like? 19, 20 year olds, twenty one year olds. Like they want to go party. Yeah, you know they want to they want to go have fun. They want to go celebrate wins. You know, and and that's the hardest part is to control that that emotion that that excitement uh, of wanting to be out and just be be proud of winning or or whatever. Um. You know, so uh, but but you got to take it for this season as just you you can't do that. But uh, that that goes into the coaching and, and putting them all in, in safe and uh, you know kind of treating them like babies. You know, you, yeah, you can't do that. If we want to win, we can't do that. Otherwise, we'll forfeit uh, a match that could uh, you know um, affect us uh, winning a, a national championship. So yeah, and anything else? Did I miss anything else in sports? Those are the three topics I wanted to cover. Mm, no, I mean that's. I mean I don't follow the NHL, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean it's. I know I know that a lot of teams like when the season's over because of, of they're going to try to figure out when to start the season again. Oh wow! Yeah. You know, football is. Is okay right now. They'll be able to kind of go with their their normal season, but like, I think baseball should be able to get back to normal starting next year, right? Back in April. April. Uh, but a basketball, basketball is actually they may not start till the beginning of next year, which is fine. When when does basketball start? I mean, basketball ends I, I, in in October. No, it doesn't. Basketball ends June. Basketball ends June, April, May, yeah, I think around June. Does it really? Yeah, because they normally start in October, right? Oh, that's probably what I'm thinking. Because, yeah, because October, because I always remember October always being 
the uh, sports Narnia because you have basketball happening, baseball, you have all the sports happening all at the same time, and it's only in October that that happens. And I was like, why? And I and I was like, why? And uh, and I for some reason I thought that's when all the championships are going on, but I guess not. Again, yeah. I, I don't pay attention that much to basketball, so uh, that's why. But that makes sense. So June, July. Well, you have to August, know. You have to. You have to know. Uh, follow basketball since you're jumping on the wagon, <laughs> dude. I can't believe they, they get four months off, and basketball is eight an eight month long uh, process, an eight month long league. That's yeah, because they take they take big breaks in between. They'll take like two or three days. Right, man. That's crazy. And I I thought baseball was long, but fuck, so is basketball. But you're right; they they, they take longer breaks. So yeah, basketball I just thinks too many too many games. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's a COVID uncovered too. Is just there's way too many games going on in shorter seasons. Uh, make for uh, happier, happier fans. Mm-hmm. So that con- we'll yeah, that concludes our sports segment, ladies and gentlemen. Can you believe it? <laughs> I think, I, I, I'm not saying that sports segment was next level, but uh, it was it was pretty good. Yeah, we'll we enjoyed it. it. Had a little bit of everything. So, if you want to uh, send me your LeBron jersey uh, jerseys or anything, uh, feel free to uh, email me. <laughs> Or email us, drinkswordsby at gmail.com. We'd uh, really, uh, truly appreciate it. Did I miss anything, David? No, sir. You know, we didn't have a guest today. Um, it's a nice little Saturday for us to kind of bullshit catch up. Um, you get to enjoy your steak. I'm jealous. <laughs> I will send you a photo of it when it's. When I it's was watching. Uh, I was watching a uh, Netflix had like this barbecue competition, mm-hmm. and me and Annabelle were watching it. And the entire time, I was like, "I want ribs! I want ribs!" <laughs> mm, do it! Do it! Do it tonight! Make make ribs tonight! Make ribs? Oh, that's not a bad idea, right? I mean, you you haven't figured out dinner yet, so I mean, ribs sounds yeah. good. Why not? <laughs> Not a bad idea. I may, I may, I may tell her. She's still, she's still, I don't know. Dude, she was going to Montclair. She hasn't got back yet. Yeah. Well, Montclair's a good hour away. I don't know when, when she left. Well, it depends on traffic. It's not really that far away considering they're like, because the Cove is, is equal parts distance, I think, from, from here to there and here to like Montclair. Yeah. Sounds about right. And, it, and it's normally only about 35 minutes to get to the Cove. Well, that's no traffic. Yeah. I was actually I I went um I had to take my friend to go pick up his new car so you know Mo yeah um he asked me to to drop to take or to drive the car back because he got a brand new truck last night oh nice yeah this Brit's pretty he got the GMC elevation it's bells and whistles it's really pretty um so you know did him a favor and drove him and the family out there so they could drive back in the new car. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but on the way back, it was 8.30 at night, and there was traffic on the 91. I'm like, it's 8.30. Why is there traffic? <laughs> like, just the angry. Yeah. You know, just like, this is not the time. 5 o'clock, yes. 8.30, no. You guys should all be home. It's Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, should we all be social distancing? Should you? Should, can you do this virtually? 
<laughs> Pick up your car version. Yeah. <laughs> I've been having car fever though. I've been having car fever like everybody else. And uh but I but yesterday somebody talked me down, they're like, like Albert, just just wait, just wait. And I'm like, You're right, you're right. But I've been getting a little bit of car fever. No, I got I got car fever yesterday when uh, when I was when I saw the car and everything. But I think it's more the fact that I just know the next time I want a car, next time I want a car, I get a car, it has to be a big car. My last couple cars have all been small and I'm just I'm too big for a small car. <laughs> you're finally over you're finally over that stage in your life. I like it. Yes. I'm I'm over I'm over the the understanding what I need and I just, and what I want. <laughs> Do you, do you have a projection of when a new car will enter your life? Oh, it's it's going to be a while. It'll be at least 2 years. All right, until you find till you find a job and get get something more more permanent. Get situated, life. yeah, you know. I mean, I'm 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 a good 2 years away. Okay. Okay. I I'm I I feel I'm a at least a year. I'm I'm a year out. If I, if I want to start saving and, you know, putting some money down for a payment and well, maybe you should pay off your bar tab and then and then you I know. Start saving for yeah, <laughs> you're right, absolutely right. You don't want Greg to see you in your new car. You're like, don't you owe me money? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I paid half of it the other day. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll pay. I'll fill up. I'm good for it. I'm good for it. That would be funny. <laughs> well, that too. And but here's the thing: what I forgot to mention. Is uh, there another reason why I have to pay it off in, in in bits? Is because my my card has a limit of how much I could spend. I believe a day on my card. Like I cannot. I can only spend five hundred dollars or less a day on my card. That that's that's all it will allow me to do. And I like that. I like that limit. You know. Uh, it's, I mean, will I ever reach that limit? Probably not, but well, probably well, 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 I'm, you know, doing my tab, but, um, yeah, 500 bucks. I'm like, man, that, that's, that's a, that's a good, that's a good, just break pauser for everything. Yeah. So that's another reason I, and I believe my tab would be, would be over 500 cause like I'm trying, I'm trying to do the math. Uh, so, uh, I'm, I'm assuming the 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 coves. I don't even know how much the cove bottles are, but I, I want to say they're like seventy bucks. So five, that's three hundred. Yeah, I would be reaching about five hundred bucks ju- just on my tab. Yeah, and it's like if I'm there, I'm like, well, if I pay off my tab, that means I can't drink here. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you want? You want me to pay tab? You want me- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we'll, we'll see too. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. that's why I want to break it off in increments. I'm like, I, I still want to drink here. So my, my car doesn't, uh, you know, afford me that. So, yeah, but, uh, this is it, man. The final cheers, final cheers of, uh, the day. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Um, uh, we are on the Instagram, so feel free to, uh, slide in the DM at drinks towards by we do have a vedmo um of course at drinks towards by if you want to give us a tip throw us a few fazools uh feel free to go ahead if you want to help if you want to help uh <laughs> you want to help albert pay his tab you throw yeah, yeah throw in throw in and, <laughs> or david too i mean 
Well, eventually, when when this comes, when we finally are back in the bar, all your money is essentially going back to our our own personal drinking tabs. Uh, when we start uh, uh, doing shows there, which could be literally next year, so. Um, you know, any, any amount of money is, uh, very appreciated. We really appreciate it for, uh, anything that we missed or whatever. You can find all the links on, uh, at, uh, or on drinkswordsby.com. Uh, we would, uh, really appreciate it if you just go ahead and click there. You can download the show and, of course, uh, see all of our, uh, streaming partners, which, by the way, we have a new streaming partner, which we had no idea. Uh, maybe Jeff uh, Bezos is, uh, is a fan, but uh, we are on Amazon Podcasts or Amazon Music, I guess. Yeah, Amazon Music. Uh, we're actually on there. Uh, Podcast is there as well. So if you have, if you're a Prime member, you can get Amazon Music uh, for free because it's part of the Prime, and we're on there as well. Yeah, so go ahead and uh, listen to us there. We would uh, really appreciate. I will eventually find a link. There has to be a link to that i'll eventually find it and uh i will put that uh on our streaming partners uh but uh until then just go ahead and search for us uh on on there i didn't even know any of that existed uh with amazon but uh good 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 on jeff bezos i guess so uh yeah so final cheers david senor uh after all the conversation today, cheers to the Cove for uh, keeping up with their customers and allowing us to keep up our habits. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, um, they they still came through for us even when they couldn't be there for us. So, you know, that was cool. You know, it was, it was nice to be able to see some people when you were getting a bottle and just to know that, you know, you're still still part of the bar even though you weren't we weren't there. Yeah. Major cheers to them. Uh, my cheers is going to go out uh, to pizza. I um, really like the fact that you can eat it the next day. You don't have to even uh, heat it. You can just no. eat it cold. And uh, I think that is a very triumphant feat, uh, a modern marvel, if you will, in uh, society. So uh, shout out to pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to pizza. <laughs> I mean, we can, we can, I mean, it's our show. We can, you we can know, do what we want. We can, we want. yeah, we can <laughs> do cheers <laughs> to pizza if we want. Shit, man. <laughs> All right. All right, sir. All right. That's going to wrap it up for uh, this edition of Drinks for Us by, and we are out of here. Bye, everybody. Later.